Hello. I do not like that turtle. No, I didn't care for the turtle either. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Why no, does its tail have to wag like that? Unclear. It's uh. So what Micah is referring to is when I was uh, <laughs> attempting to grab his attention, I uh, looked through the library of Skype emojis um, that uh, that are offered, and they're they're little animated things that have music uh, for reasons that I don't know because. I don't know, just to differentiate itself from other forms of things that have moji in them. But uh, this this particular one is called Solo and Love in It, music by Paul McCartney. Uh, <laughs> music copyright 2016 MPL Communications Limited. And uh, it is a, a turtle who appears to be hugging himself from behind. Um, it is <laughs> It is really strange. It is it is uh, definitely some some interesting self love, um, which it's like rubbing, not just hugging. Yeah. There's some rubbing. Oh, uh, it's a uh, it's shell shocking, is what it is. Um, but, oh God! Uh, <laughs> hey, do you think that emoji are archived in the Library of Congress? Uh, maybe a book on emoji are li- uh, archived in the Library of Congress. What I think will be interesting is in. 200 years when somebody's like and that is what the gun emoji used to look like and people will be like oh that's so weird um and you know this is what they thought uh the taco looked like and it'll be like wow that's so strange yeah because in 200 years a taco is going to be a sandwich yes exactly and it'll have a hot dog in it um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is not a future I want to live in, so I'm good. I'm good with uh, yeah. leaving leaving this uh, mortal coil by shuffling off this mortal coil by that time. No, no, no hot dogs in my tacos. Thanks. <laughs> Let's move along. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Do you know what? Anyway, just just what? okay. What? What? Yeah. So, uh, how's your morning? <laughs> Uh, it's going all right. Yeah, it's um, another morning, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, I'm still waking up. Uh, I got my 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 cold brew that I am uh partaking in, but uh, but yeah, it's it's it is definitely a morning. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. today does feel like a morning. Um, yeah. man, I feel like a morning. Sometimes I wake up and um, thank you, and I. You know, get ready for the the show whenever we do it, and um, it's like I'm I'm ready and rolling and rearing and romping. Today, not so much. I'm not. I'm not. I'm at least not romping yet. So, mm. still, still you, settling into the saddle. But you do have a romper. I do have a romper. Yeah, I do, mm-hmm. and surprisingly comfortable. <laughs> um, surprisingly. I don't know. I, I really like it. I can't wear it now because it's too cold. But um, it is. It, it's a, it's a nice nice deal. Um, you should make so, a line of wool lined rompers for winter. Oh my word! Well, they have yeah. jumpsuits. The, the so the 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 company that I bought them from. Everybody. Every time I say I have a romper, or even whenever like I was wearing the romper and you know walking around with it, people were like, "Oh." 
Romp Him, Romp Him, mm. uh, which is the name of one romper company. Mm-hmm. I did not get my romper from Romp Him. Um, I got mine from a company called Romper Jack uh, because Romp Him was a little bit broy <laughs> whenever they first launched, and Romper Jack uh, is like vocally supportive of queer folks and vocally and like visually and all sorts of supportive for queer folks. Um, so mine comes from Romper Jack and Romper Jack has uh, jumpsuits that are like made for fall. And I thought about it, but I was like, mm, no, I don't, I don't think a jumpsuit is my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, who knows? Maybe in the future I'll end up with a jumpsuit too. But for now, I'm uh, jumpsuit free. It's the way to be. Well, Romper Jack just makes me think of Lumberjack, which makes me think of flannel. Um, so do they have a flannel? Uh, well, the fall one is, um, if I remember correctly, the fall one is a nice gray flannel. Um, it, it doesn't have that, that classic, yeah, uh, it doesn't have that classic Lumberjack look to it. That's but a shame. It, it's, it's called Greyhound, and... It looks very, like, it looks warm. It looks comfy. But, again, I don't know. There's something about a jumpsuit that just looks a little bit too, what's the word I'm looking for? Painter for me. (laughs) Well, you could always uh, get it for around the house uh, for utilitarian (laughs) wearing. See, but it's a hundred bucks, and oh. I just don't think. Yeah, I just can't spend a hundred bucks for uh, for for what is essentially a onesie. Mm. Yeah, just get a comfy bathrobe. Yeah, which I actually have, and works just fine. But I don't wear the comfy bathrobe out and about, sadly. <laughs> well, I, I would I was not advising that you do. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, the... can I tell you about bees really quickly? Sure, I. I'm dying to to hear about this. <laughs> uh, oh no, are you allergic? No. Um, oh, okay. But you know, go ahead, go go on. <laughs> All right, sting um, me with your beef act. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just a little I'm I'm blown away um, by the fact that we as a society use the term queen bee, um, and there haven't been enough people. Uh, you know, s- swinging in from their Twitter replies or their like IRL annoyance <laughs> zones and going, well, actually, uh, to correct this, because whenever you call somebody a queen bee, you're sort of saying like, oh, that person is in charge. They've they've got it figured out. They are commanding. They are demanding. They are uh, boss. And. The queen bee, it turns out, is not exactly in charge of the hive. Um, so the the queen, of course, is the person, the being responsible for producing bees. It gives birth to, well, it yeah, yeah, it gives birth to bees and makes sure that you know there are plenty of bees for the hive. But it is actually the drone bees as a whole so like the whole doggone hive is made up of you know the 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 drone worker bee type folks and then you've got the queen bee and it's actually that huge hive that's in charge of the hive and the queen is just sort of like there by the grace of drones go i 
um, where at any point, if the drones decide that the queen isn't doing its job properly, <laughs> this is incredible to me. It they will like at the edge of the hive, way far away from the queen. They will create little cells. They're special cells. I think called princess cells, if I remember correctly. But the the honeycomb, the the, the cell is a lot bigger, and they will start growing another queen. And then they will kill their queen and replace it with a new one. And so the the drones, like as a whole, sort of know what the hive needs and determine, hey, this queen is not doing its job. We got to get rid of this queen. Or if the hive gets too big, then they will also grow another queen. And that queen will fly off and start a new hive and take half of the drones with her and go and start a new hive somewhere else. Uh, if the queen who is trying to be who is going to be usurped finds these cells where the worker bees have decided to grow a new queen the queen will stick its stinger into the cell and destroy the larva and and kill the other queen it's like being grown and one of the things about a queen is that unlike normal bees which lose their stinger when they sting and therefore die after a while uh miss queen bee does not lose her stinger after she stings and so she can like stick her little rump into the cell and sort of turn it into a nice smoothie and get rid of the queen that they're growing to replace her and uh in some cases if the if that queen you know isn't found by the current queen then the queen will hatch, come out, and fight the current queen to take over the hive. And I think that's incredible. But the most important thing there is, like, it is not the queen bee who's in charge of anything at all. It's like a pure democracy up in those hives. And I think that's fascinating. Well, except for the part where she chooses to kill her replacement yes <laughs> if she yeah if she finds the replacement and kills it then like so in not, my not mind so much now, a democracy then <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair it's yeah that that sort of takes it back to medieval times i guess what i would recommend is if you call someone a queen bee then you're saying that they're capable of murder because in only in that case is the queen bee like a true leader of the hive other than that the leader of the hive is a collective is a is the collective and so you kind of have to be i don't know a, a part of a cult to be a queen bee yeah or you know maybe we should switch instead um to saying somebody is a uh, a queen alien um you know and that way you can uh more definitively say that somebody is looks like they're in charge yeah mm -hmm. i dig it yeah a big yeah. old xenomorph alien with the ovipositor. Yeah. It's a very complimentary <laughs> saying. Yeah, I guess you could also say, what is it, the Borg Queen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> I, well, you know, it's a controversial thing where some people are like, eh, they were scarier before they had the Queen, and they just oh, seem so petty. Oh, the settling, though. Yeah. I think she's better in First Contact than she is in Voyager appearances, where it's like, I'm very concerned with Seven of Nine's personal well-being. It's like, mm, yeah, seems 
seems beneath your radar on a lot of levels. But uh, but anyway, Ooh, uh, I wonder what what radar is built into a Borg. Interesting. I guess it depends on the Borg. They all have their own little feature set. It seems like. Do you think any of them have folding screens? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, yes, I think that some of them are folding screens. Mm. I think that some of them <laughs> wouldn't that be so unsettling? You just see this this thing like a like a preschool television show on PBS, and it's a big old screen, and it's like walking. Dun- Dun, dun, and then it just folds in half and it can like show you your your face of pure terror as the borg is invading your ship and oh man that's too good um let's talk about folding screens <laughs> do what do you any, think well i was gonna ask you what your opinions were at first but uh but yeah my my opinions are um it seems like a novelty, but it does seem like it's one of the ways to get to that point where people can have the big screen they want some of the time and the small device they want some of the time in the same device. But uh, the implementation that I saw of Samsung's thing doesn't seem like what I would want. There, have you ever watched the show Earth Final Conflict? I don't believe I have. It was a it was a mid nineties show uh, by Gene uh, Roddenberry's uh, widow uh, Michelle Barre. Uh, she had uh, basically all of his notes um, <laughs> left over and uh, turned them into TV shows. Uh, and one of the shows was uh, Earth Final Conflict, and in that they had these. Uh, little things that it was like a plastic handhold on one side and then another smaller little plastic handhold on the other and you pulled it apart kind of like a scroll. Ooh. Um, and it had a, a, a collapsible folding, well, not folding, a collapsible, uh, I guess, scrolling screen <laughs> where it would just expand out to be whatever size it was you needed for your phone call or your data thing or whatever and then it would shrink back up again. Um, so it was a, it was interesting. It was actually, you know, bulkier than our phones now are, but, uh, uh, I wonder if something like that would be a little more interesting to me than, than something that, uh, that folds origami style. Um, (laughs) yeah, I fold it up like a little napkin and stick it next to the table. I agree with you there. I, that's, that would be sort of my, my vibe as well. Uh, honestly, my vibe is completely screenless is how i'd like things to be eventually where you know we we've seen ar ar style uh uis in the past and people sort of dreaming up what the future could look like with that and that's sort of where i see things going but i think it's interesting i like that the the like samsung covered up their the device sort of around the edges to hide what the thing actually looks like. Cause they're still working on it. And the guy was like, yeah, there's a device in here and it is stunning. And it's like, well, yeah, you say that, but how can we really know for sure uh, what's going on underneath that clunky sort of box design you've got going there. Um, but in any case, I do like the idea. Yes. Of sort of having the option to, 
change screen sizes because right now it requires carrying two different devices or getting a bigger device than maybe normally you would carry or something like that. But to me, like this thing's going to have to be quite thin in order for me to be down with this idea. Like it's going to have to be quite thin so that when it folds, it's not bulky and that kind of would make me wonder how well it's going to hold up to being folded. Have they done tests for like 100,000 folds and how that, you know, affects or doesn't affect to the screen? There's a lot of lot to to question here, especially the name, which sounds like some sort of uh what is it? Uh oh goodness, I can't think of the term for like what a Bowflex machine is. It's like <laughs> Uh, tension machine but it's called the infinity flex display yeah if they hadn't put display on the end of that one um it would have been a little weird flex yeah infinity flex brought to you by life fitness no uh it's it's weird it's a it's a really strange uh kind of test of a product but it, you know samsung's the one to do it they they come out with all their weird stuff anyways and they see what sticks um part of the reason we all have larger phones now than we had uh back in ye olden days is because <laughs> you know samsung experimented with 18 million different you know permutations of screen size mm-hmm. um and you know apple can just look over and be like oh that's the most popular size, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, let, me just, hmm. let me just make ours over here, and we only have to do one version or two, and then uh, put that out there. Or They're also very good at displays. Like, that shouldn't be yeah. discounted. No, no. They. they I, am, I am curious, because all I've seen really is that one clip where you're not seeing a lot of the close-up detail of what's happening with it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, who knows what it looks like when you really get up in there and see <laughs> this? Like I don't want to see like a little bulging seam down the middle, like it's a you know like a crinkled magazine. Yeah, um, nobody wants to see a bulging seam. No, nobody wants that. Uh, everybody wants their 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 seams to be seamless. But uh, meh, interesting. Same. But, interesting, but meh. Um, Interesting, but meh. That's mm-hmm. you know, sadly, that's how I've been described. <laughs> uh, but uh, were you described that way by your marketing department? Oh God, <laughs> marketing department. Yeah, um, I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what I'm alluding to, of course, is that uh, MoviePass um, uh, released an email with a dog. Where they said, "Woof, I'm Chloe, the director of marketing at Movie Pass. I'd like to explain why, from time to time, you may have had a rough experience with us, but it turns out that I'm a dog and I can't talk. What I do know is I see these humans working like crazy to make Movie Pass better and better for you as fast as possible. They are so grateful for your membership and support while I work it out. We're listening, we're learning, we're changing. I hate." The idea of using a precious, sweet, lovely, wonderful, innocent dog to try to gain sympathy and understanding for a company that continues to take advantage of its customers. 
don't bring a dog into this. The dog had nothing to do with it. And you put this stupid bandana around its neck as if it wanted to have anything to do with movie pass. That poor, beautiful little creature is I hate it. I hate that. I, I don't hate the dog, obviously. I hate this idea. I don't think it's right. I think it's wrong. And I'm I'm mad about it. Yeah, uh, I, I it it, def- it definitely should give you pause. Um, oh, God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> uh, but it's quite a tale uh, when you think about uh. everything that, everything that uh, has gone on with MoviePass, where it was a company that was acquired by Helios and Matheson, uh, an analytics company, and then they're like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, and now it's been sold. Uh, well, not sold, but separated off from itself. Um, so we'll see how that works out for everyone going forwards. But right now it doesn't seem to be going great. Uh, yeah. If anyone calls this dog a bad dog, I'm going to be so mad. No, uh, well, I don't, I, I mean, I don't think it's the cutest dog I've ever seen or anything. No. I would have gone with a different dog, but, uh, I, uh, you know, to, to each their own personal preference. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to kibble about it, but I just think <laughs> that the dog is not at fault here. No. <laughs> okay. What else do we have to talk about? Because I think Movie Pass. I like it. Movie Pass is an ongoing, uh, an ongoing topic of ours. Yeah. Well, and I just wanted to get your hot dog takes on that one. <laughs> an ongoing topic, an ongoing failure, uh, and it's always a treat when we get to talk about Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's talk about iPad Pro because we've seen some. Um, some of the reviews hitting uh, hitting the waves, as it were. <laughs> and people seem to be genuinely excited about this device. Like, uh, I've seen more than once now different people talking about how it's so powerful. This is like, I can see this being the future of, of what iPad can be. I see this being, you know, a real computing device, this, that, and the other. And I'm curious, Joe... Curious, Joe, are you thinking about getting one? <laughs> well, I'm not a curious little monkey, but um, no, I am not going to get it. I have, I, 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 last time everybody was excited about an iPad Pro, um, I went out and I bought the, the iPad 10.5 inch model. Um, mm-hmm. and it is a very nice piece of hardware, uh, but I don't see, I didn't wind up using it in the way that. I believe it had been pitched to me by reviewers that it's so powerful and, you know, I thought I would edit podcasts on it. I haven't edited a single podcast on it. <laughs> I thought I would, you know, be able to sketch and draw more, um, which is something that I am not able to, which is something that I don't do very often, even though I have uh, a Wacom tablet, um, mm-hmm. uh, a big old Intos 3.1, um, not not a Cintiq or anything. But uh, I I was just like, oh, it'll it'll be an excuse for me to do more with it. Uh, and then it just sat uncharged for months um, on end. And then I pick it up every now and then and charge it and upgrade the version of iOS. And then it would lose its charge again. And then I would uh, pick it back up again. I don't know. It's, it has the, and I, th- I think really the thing that is holding it back for me is the software uh, hasn't seemed to ever fulfill the, 
promise of the hardware for that. So while I see these huge hardware improvements on the 11 and 12.9, and it seems that the hardware is indeed um, uh, something special, uh, I, I, I feel like the software is going to be the same and I'm not using the software now. So even if the pencil was magnetic on the side, instead of being a roly poly thing that I lose, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see uh, how it would significantly improve my not using the device. <laughs> uh, I, so I kind of have, for some reason with iPads um, in the past, I've always like traded in my old one and gotten a new one. And for some reason this year, I just don't really feel the desire to. My, I have a 10.5 inch iPad Pro as well. Like I upgraded from the, what was it before? The the iPad Pro was like, what, nine inches or something like that? I don't remember. I but think it was 9.7. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah, 9.7. And I had that one and still chose to upgrade to the 10.5 and was happy with that upgrade, even though it wasn't, you know, a huge jump. But this time around, like, this device seems so much different, and the shape is different, and, like, I've bought, you know, the the keyboard and the pencil for the 10.5, and those are big investments on the side of the cost of the actual iPad itself. And so there are, like, a lot of reasons why I have not chosen to upgrade. And for some reason, the, you know, usually hearing all these oh and it does this and it's so great about this and blah 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 draws me in but it's not really doing that this time and i think that the reason the big reason is the same like what with what you said uh going from the 9.7 to the 10.5 i was in a place where i was still convinced that i was going to be using it for so much more and i do like i use it to to type out articles and things like that from time to time, but mostly I use it as a consumption device. Um, but in terms of, in terms of the, you know, the need to get this more powerful one, I just don't have that, that need or desire. No. And power is not a problem that I have with the current one. That I, I, I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but um, it has plenty of oomph it, it, when it's, doing anything i ask it to do it's just i don't feel like there's anything that's taxing it i'm not using it for uh an ar window into a virtual table space um (laughs) (laughs) where you're where you're playing on an ipad like in virtual in augmented reality with your ipad pro no yeah yeah i I mean whenever i see that in, in in the event that they had whenever i see those AR demos and they're like, look how powerful it is with AR. It's so much faster and uh, much more rich experience. And it's like, I really don't care. I mean, I know that they're going to eventually have a more interesting AR product and this is just laying the groundwork for that, but they lean so heavily on it and these demos and things as, as a feature. And it's like, it's not, it's not a thing Um, much in the same way that I feel like virtual reality was not a thing. Uh, And then it, uh, the year of virtual reality never fully materialized um but uh with with something like the ipad it has uh, a shocking amount of power now um for the uh uh battery life and size and the you know the 
the the heat um that it puts <laughs> off like it's it's not yeah. it's not going to burn your uh it's not going to burn your lap like some intel chips in a small space will but um it's it's really impressive that they have that power it's just i i'm not going to do anything with it uh cuz i'm i'm not doing an ar tablescape demo um and i i don't have uh any like i don't know like is there number crunching software that you're running on this cuz it's it's not like it's doing you know you don't have uh a 3d software animation suite on it you're not uh right. you're not doing like film compositing i know that something like uh doing a uh, an iMovie project or something like that would be more taxing but who wants to do that <laughs> <laughs> not me not i said the micah <laughs> uh but yeah i mean it's it's interesting that it has all that oomph. maybe uh they'll deliver on something with the software later on but uh it, it doesn't doesn't seem great also uh the usb c thing uh i feel like that was uh, one step forward and one step back i don't know what your Ugh. feelings on that are but it's just like we we have uh, a, a port on it that's just like our laptops, and it's like, yeah, well, hold hold the phone. It, has, it hasn't it hasn't gone without critique on your laptops uh, that you yeah. have, that you have that port. Also, uh, probably the most maligned of your laptops is the one that has a single port. Um, but <laughs> you, you decided to do that again. Uh, I don't I don't get it. Um, and also- I don't get that either. Yeah, of all the things that decision makes the least sense to me because it's just like up to this point you've done one thing and i don't understand this change i don't i don't know it's it's it was an odd choice in my opinion um i'm sure someone out there can explain (laughs) or what's we'll try to explain but it's just like why why did wait what's the why did we do this i don't i don't get it i mm-hmm. i mean i know they're trying to really make it a computer computer but they haven't really made the argument that making that choice has made it a quote computer computer yeah um pizza pizza uh no but <laughs> there like there was a i remember i, I sent this to you the other week oh, the USB C hub that you put on the side of your your ipad uh and it offers more ports um like that's one of those things that i i just i want to be like hey 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 guys um who who are making these things nobody wants a hub that they have to carry with them and nobody wants it dangling off their stuff uh it's just gross super gross super super gross yeah. uh yeah i i talked about this actually on query because we talked about uh we got some questions about using the ipad pro with a bunch of different dongles and whatnot and this this thing came up and it's like it's clever um and it's not the most terrible looking thing that's ever existed. Like they, you know, took they, right. That's not like a great compliment, but for an eyesore, it's not bad. Um, they took the time to make it have like the curved corners of the iPad Pro. It's done up in aluminum. It comes in both colors that the iPad Pro comes in. Da, 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 da. But it's not. It's just like it's it's supposed to be this portable device and i don't understand how you know how apple sees folks using these all of these different things connected to it in order to make it the computer that somebody wants whereas we are used to that when it comes to 
uh, typical old school computers, <laughs> old school, mm. where, you know, you've got 12 different things plugged in and it all works and everything's fine. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I think that it's cool, the, the iPad Pro, but I just don't think that it's something that's for me. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people out there who are very excited about it, and I'm excited for them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's if fine. you're somebody that got a lot of use out of your uh, existing iPad Pro, then I feel like it's very natural for you to upgrade to something like this where you're going to get even more use out of it. Um, it's going to do more of the things that you love, and it's also going to have a better... Uh, experience of of logging logging in there with the security stuff uh I don't, I don't know if you've had this experience but after the iphone 10 when you try to like pick up your ipad for the first time after a while and you're just like i have to put my finger where like what what, what do you what do you need me to do <laughs> like i don't just look at this thing uh but uh i have to put my finger where yeah well i probably should have phrased that differently but uh the that's that's one of those things where it's just like I, I, especially with uh, the ports, uh, it doesn't it doesn't access USB storage. It doesn't uh, have another uh, connection for headphones, which is very strange. Um, but uh, it, you can't run power while also using another device. You have to unless you're using a hub. Um, so it's a it's a it's a peculiar choice that it doesn't seem to make it any more flexible than it once was. Uh, Nile Patel has a a good, I think, product review of it on The Verge. Um, I I know that uh, most of well, not all of the time. I'm not, I don't typically agree with him, but uh, in this case, I do. That it's you know it's it's an iPad and it does all this stuff, and he even tries plugging in various USB accessories, and it provides power and functions for USB fans and uh, an accessory desk light thing, but. Uh, and you can plug in some displays, uh, some, depending on the connection, uh, <laughs> because it's not a Thunderbolt 3 port, it's just USB-C, so it doesn't work with the displays that Apple sells for its laptops, um, because those are Thunderbolt 3 displays uh, from LG, uh, and, and this is not that. This is USB-C, so it does different things differently, but yeah. <laughs> it does different things differently. Uh, it's so it can be a little confusing um, for folks. And, you know, I think that this is not it's not a not a device that's for um, like grandma who's looking grandpa who's looking for a computer uh, to email and what have you on like this is that's not what this is for and i think that um yeah you really got to know sort of what what you're doing and and how it all works in order to uh in order to get the most use out of said device yeah and once you price it all out especially um Oof. Th this this generation uh of apple products has gotten significantly more expensive over the previous uh and of course the reason for that is they seem to be plateauing in the number of devices that they sell um which is why they will no longer disclose the number of devices that they're selling um but uh they they're just ratcheting up the the uh prices on everything so 
the pencil even got a $30 price increase. So it's $129 and the smart keyboard case costs even more. I don't even remember what it is on top of my head. Cause there's different prices for the different sizes, I believe. Um, but, uh, in any event, you can very easily, you know, buy the iPad, a smart keyboard case and the pencil and walk out of there spending, you know, uh, as much as you would on a the MacBook Pro. Um, it, 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 it's a very strange thing to have to make that kind of a trade-off, to be like, I, I, I need something lightweight and portable, uh, but also incredibly limited um, in device IO um, and uh, lapability. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting selection to, to, to make. Yeah. Uh, again, I think you just have to, you got to be prepared for it or it's, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be, um, it's going to be much more expensive than what you're hoping for. Um, yeah. yeah. But Uh, that kind of makes me happy, uh, with the, the MacBook air update, um, because that is the device that I would recommend for people to do their email on. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I'm so happy, <laughs> rather. I'm not so proud. I'm so, I'm so proud I'm of you, so, Tim. <laughs> I'm so proud. You did it. It's a great job. I'm so happy that that device exists because now I don't have to go, honestly, I don't know what you should get. Like, I don't know what's going to work for you. Um, this is the device that I can recommend to folks, and that makes me happy. Yeah. I do think it's really weird that they left the old MacBook uh, Air uh, under a thousand dollars there for the pri- securing the the starting app price um because it seems not genuine um since it's you don't want to sell that one uh and you don't want to recommend that one to people uh so you have to very explicitly and clearly communicate no <laughs> get the get the new one that doesn't have the silver bezel um around the sides but uh yeah it's it's uh it seems a lot more interesting uh if that machine had been out when i felt like i needed to buy a new laptop this summer i might have bought that one instead of the 15 inch macbook pro or at least considered it i don't like the 13 inch screen size i prefer having a larger screen but Mm -hmm. uh which is one of the reasons of course i i would buy a 15 inch macbook pro but uh the pricing on it um is something that that you should seriously consider and if you're not a fan of the touch bar, the good news is it had just has a little touch ID button in the corner, um, which is, I feel, an improvement. Um, I I haven't seen anybody be like, oh, shucks, it doesn't have a touch bar. Um, <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah, uh, it, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that every now and then I just look spitefully at my my touch bar and I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't do anything. I love that. What yeah. are you doing here? <laughs> You're not good for anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I I understand that. I think that there were probably people in the audience who cheered whenever they found out there was no touch bar, but there is touch ID, which I think is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I hope that makes its way to the rest of the laptops. I hope there is a refresh of the MacBook Pro and they someday offer a 15 inch that doesn't have a touch bar and just has the little touch ID, uh, button in the corner. Um, I think that would be an improvement, but, uh, I, I know that it won't come with a price decrease, uh, for (laughs) removing the touch bar, right? (laughs) Um, which will be kind of sad, but, uh, but yeah. 
Yeah, I I mean, I I don't have much else to say on the MacBook Air other than I'm not proud, I'm just happy <laughs> that it's there and that uh folks can finally say, "Okay, this is what you buy. This is what you need." Um and other than that, like I guess Mac Mini is kind of cool. It's something that I've considered for a while um because I have I have two so I've talked about this before, but like I've talked about why I think a Mac mini is cool. And then someone's usually like, well, not, why not just get an iMac uh, or an iMac pro? Well, I'm very weird about displays being the same yep. and I don't, and I, yeah, I guess we have talked about it even on this show. And so that's where the Mac mini kind of seems to make sense where I could get it um, spec'd out to be similar to, if not a little bit better than the MacBook pro that I have. Um, the late 2015 model, I think it is, um, and or sorry, mid 2015, and I think that it'd be super neat to be able to make that a laptop again and use the Mac Mini as the thing that powers, you know, both of these displays that I have, and you know, services the device that's always plugged into way too many hard drives and my podcast setup and this, that, and the other. And then I don't have to run my laptop in clamshell mode. Uh, and I can actually use that around and out and about and stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to looking into that <laughs> <laughs> as a possibility. But for now, like, I don't I don't need it. Um, it's just it's nice to have that option there again uh, and have that available. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, I, I am similarly enticed by it because the prospect of having uh like a stationary computer setup uh that i don't have to worry about plugging and unplugging um like especially for podcast recording or something like that would be uh nice but at the same time i would not justify the price with the amount of podcasting that i currently do uh if i if i did like eight shows a week like you do then, <laughs> then it would probably make a little more sense <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, that that does add some sense to it for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think I think that's about it. I mean, I don't really have anything to say about the 10R other than I was a little depressed about the blue in person. Um, but uh, oh, that's sad. A little blue so about it's the not blue. As, it's <laughs> it's not as hot blue in person. No, it's more of a powder blue. Um, so it's a it's a little uh, underwhelming. It looked more saturated in the press photography i thought uh but uh in person uh not great the coral fooey the coral looks better in person um the gold yellow thing still looks like a monstrosity in person um Ew, as gross. It, it, I, I i i was talking to our our, our buddy dan about this uh, i feel like it should have like contrasting bands they shouldn't have tried to make the same color on the sides and the back they should have because mm-hmm. they can't make it the same because of the materials so it's always gonna be slightly different i feel like they should have just done like a contrasting color on the on the exterior band and done something on the on the back in a different color um but uh yeah it's 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 sort of what it is i don't know it's an interesting product um i'm curious to see how many they sell compared to something like the 5c and i do wonder if uh it launching later than the 10s uh will impact its 
sales um, since I don't know if how many people are just like, oh, I'm going to get the new one. And then they go do that. And then they don't <laughs> know that there is even a 10R out there until oh, later. Oh, wow. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that- you know, there's some low information iPhone shoppers. <laughs> low information iPhone shoppers. I like that. I yeah, I don't know. Um that that does make me sad though that the blue is not as as good as uh as it looks. Um no. but eh, oh well. <laughs> it, it is it is not the hot blue that you that you uh the hot blue that I so yeah. very much desire. Uh, <sighs> well, Southern Bell Micah. Well, that- did you have any other technology things that you wanted to to to, to discuss this week? Uh, no, I think that pretty much uh, wraps things up for for this week. Um, not a whole lot going on that's mm-hmm. new, um, but happy belated Diwali. That was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and there was some Skype emoji to that effect in here that I could have used, but oh, uh, <laughs> but I, was, I missed that. I wasn't sure what your Diwali celebrating uh, level was. Um, well, there's an episode of The Office where they celebrate Diwali. So, and huh. I just talked to uh, Tiff Arvind yesterday um, about that episode. So it's fresh in my mind for sure. We talked about Diwali on Diwali, which was fun. Oh, that's nice. Uh, okay, now is this sticker going to be animated? Because no, if it is, it I don't know if I can look at it. No, it's okay. None, none of it, none of it. It's not. It's not animated. Oh, that's cute. That's simple. Yeah, I mean. Some of the Skype. Oh God! Some of Sorry, the... I'm playing the turtle again. Oh yeah. Oh God! The turtle's real bad. Uh, self love. Um, sorry. So, solo <laughs> loving it. Uh, solo and loving it. There we go. Okay, I'm uh. just gonna do a little screencast of this, and then, well, I'll do it afterward because I don't want to mess up my yeah. audio settings, <laughs> and then I'll like share it on our places, our social places. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, in that case, I, I bid you a fair and fond and wonderful adieu. Um, and uh, remember to cancel your movie pass subscriptions if you haven't, people out there. Oh my lord! And go ahead and buy well-reviewed products that you like, and mm-hmm. uh, enjoy enjoy life and turtles. En- enjoy life, turtles, and self-love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sayonara. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. <laughs>